Welcome to the Varsity Radio Show. We hey are, there, hi there, ho there. <laughs> we are so ecstatic to be here in the studio, hanging out with the coolest radio listeners the world has ever known. That's right. Isn't that an accurate statement, Stephen? I think so, yeah. I, th- I think so. And so yeah. I, I, I want to introduce you to the crew in the studio today. Sitting beside me is the bearded, bald-headed wonder, Jameson. It's great to be here. I'll be here all week. Yeah, yeah. We won't, but he will. Okay, and then the red-headed unicorn recently uh, elected to the... (laughs) Elected to the UAH. Did you say Senate? Senate, yes. Senate. Yep. So, that's exciting. Our good friend... Do we have to call him Senator Brad now? Senator Brad. Mr. Senator Brad, Unicorn Hudson. Mr. Senator Brad, sir. (laughs) There yes. we go. Yep. That's, that's me. Fantastic. Wow. All that talking up, fantastic. you're going to be disappointed after a while. That's right. You know, i get, I got to give you a big title. And then the man behind the buttons doing an amazing job every week, bringing you wonderful, fantastic music and entertainment. The one, the only, Steven so I really, Spiegel. So I really just have this big roll of duct tape that I keep everything together with. So, you know. that's my secret, just what, to let you guys know. Whatever you gotta do. Whatever works. So happy to be here, guys. Thanks for having me. <laughs> also, our <laughs> special guest today in the studio, you won't, you probably won't hear, but we're so excited to have her, the amazing Sierra Davis. Yell real loud, say hey. 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 She's <laughs> waving as loud as she can. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there she is. Babe. I told her to yell. And, uh, and so, also, if you want to check this out, you want to see what's going on in the studio, where all the fun happens, this is the place to go. You need to go to App Varsity Radio Show on Facebook. Talk, talk to me and the guys on our Facebook live stream. Yeah, yeah. Talk to our our good newly elected senator over here. You can talk to Senator Brad. Senator Brad. There's nowhere else you can talk to it's Senator like a wrestling Brad. Name. Senator right. Brad. That's now right. Now entering the ring. <laughs> Senator <laughs> Brad. So it lasted about five minutes for good. Now it's, now yeah. it's been driven to the ground in multiple senator ways. Senator Brad. Okay. Just like a real senator. On the phone, and we're, we're so excited to have him. My, my original host partner and guest picker, we're going to start instead of with a meme of the week, we're going to start with our scores. Uh, and Brad is going to give us the games this week that we're going to pick for the national level. And so, uh, let's say hey real quick to Ricky. What's going on, guys? Hey, hey man, Ricky. Man. You got us on speaker? No, no, no. Can hmm. you hear me good? No. Yeah, yeah barely. Barely. Um, can you hear us? Yeah, I can hear y'all pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Strange. Yeah, you sound like you're in a can. Uh, anyway. <laughs> Give me a couple of minutes. I got it. I can get it fixed. Yeah, hey, we're going to get this. We're going to get it fixed. Hey, Brad is going to start while he's fixing it, though, Ricky. So stay on the line. You're going to talk to us. Uh, Brad, I want you to start with the games, and we're going to start making our picks All very right. quickly. All right, so uh, first game up is number six, Notre Dame, who's 5-0 and oh, and favored by 5.5 points at... Number twenty-four, Virginia Tech, who is three and one. This one's an easy one for me that I'm going to go to. I'm going to say Notre Dame. They've been pretty stout. Virginia Tech may have pulled out a win this last week, but Notre Dame. I'm feeling Notre Dame as well. Yeah, Jameson. 
I don't like to admit it, but I am going to go with Notre Dame. Notre Dame. Yeah. I mean, when Virginia Tech, when you lose to Old Dominion, I mean, I can't. Yeah. <laughs> but no. they pulled it back in, out this last house. week. Come on, Virginia Tech. You just ruined it. You ruined your season. Yeah. It's all over. Sad. You can you can beat everybody in the nation by 50 points. Still shouldn't be in the college football That's right. And nope. that, that's what the committee's going to say. So let's go to the second game. Second game. Number 13, Kentucky. Yeah. Uh, who is 5-0. Yeah, and is uh, I'm sorry. They're what? Five and zero. Oh? They're five and zero. Oh. They're number Kentucky th- is five and zero. Oh. They're and, not, and they're ranked number thirteen. Are we talking about the football team or the basketball team? We're talking about the football team. That's nuts. I know it really is for Kentucky. So go ahead. That's insane. So uh, they're actually favored by uh, five and a half. Kentucky at, is yes at Texas A and M, who's three and two. So you know, this is in Neyland Stadium, not Neyland Stadium. I'm sorry, that's the wrong place. Wherever Texas A and M plays football, College yeah. Station. Yeah. Yes. New England State, Tennessee. Kyle Field. Well, let, Kyle let, Field, that's it. Let me say this, and I would regularly go with Kentucky. If Kentucky can win this game, they really do have a shot. I'll say that because I watched how Kyle Dumond played. Isn't that who it was? Dumond played. Kellen Mond? Yeah. Played against Alabama at the beginning, and if he plays like that all four quarters, I think Texas A&M wins the game. I'm going Texas A&M. No man, I am. I watched. I've watched Kentucky a couple of times this year. That Bobby Snell, that kid is playing out of his mind. Yeah. That whole team has a chip on their shoulder. Yeah. And I, I'm going with the Wildcats. But I agree with you. If they beat Texas A&M, they, I mean, like they are officially They're for official. real. I like. I like Kentucky a lot in this game. And um, now their their true test is going to be on down the road against Georgia. Oh that's, yeah. That's what's going to get them to the East, uh, the East Championship, or not. Uh, unless Georgia does suffer a loss both to they play Auburn this year and as well as I think they also play LSU. So if yeah. Georgia loses both those games but beats both those Kentucky games, yeah. and Kentucky wins out other than Georgia, Kentucky will still go to the SEC championship. Yeah, but I mean those are against Western teams though. It still counts. Yeah, uh, yeah, any, yeah. any SEC okay. games yeah, yeah, counts yeah. for your record in the SEC. Alright, next game. Alright, next next game is number five, LSU. Who's five and zero playing at the swamp, favored by two and a half against number twenty two Florida, who is four and one. Yeah, we're going LSU still, LSU over Florida. There's no doubt in my mind on that one. What do you think, Jamison? I think the defense for LSU just gets better and better with every game. Um, they did struggle a little bit in that one um, game game, but they picked it up pretty quick thereafter. And- and their quarterback is is playing very very well, uh, so yeah, I'm gonna go with the Tigers on this one. Yeah, and, me too. And let me remind you guys how awful Florida's offense is and has been for the last few years. So just just keep that in mind. They will be better because one of, they have a good coach. But yeah, one of one of year. one of the worst offenses in the SEC versus one of the I'd say that one of the top two defenses in the SEC. Yeah. So I'm not looking. It's not looking good for Florida. I'm picking LSU. Next game. Next. Uh, next game is uh, this will be going number nineteen Texas, who's four and one at Oklahoma. Oklahoma is favored by seven point five points. Hmm. This is the Red River rivalry. I think Oklahoma wins this game. I think by more than seven and a half. Honestly, they're playing crazy. They look good. They really do. I I, I think Alabama could beat them, but I'm just saying. Uh, I think they beat Texas. 
Um, <clears throat> this is going to be my upset pick. I'm going to pick the Longhorns, yeah. and I'll tell you why. Go ahead. The Longhorns, though they did drop a game early, they have been they've roared back for the last uh, four. I'm sorry, the last four games, but um, Oklahoma had to go into overtime to beat Army. No disrespect to Army. But Oklahoma is supposed to be a top-tier team that goes to the, a perennial playoff powerhouse. You shouldn't struggle against teams like Army. They went to overtime. I've, I'm just saying, there's holes in this offense, and I feel like Texas will find it and exploit it. I'm picking the Longhorns. I absolutely agree with Jameson on this. Uh, Texas didn't play very well against Maryland in their season opener, and that's why they're carrying that uh, one in the loss column. Oklahoma's had a tough game against Iowa State. Had a very, very, very difficult time against Army. And I honestly think that Oklahoma is very, very overrated, not, not taking anything away from their amazing, uh, very athletic quarterback. But I'm, I'm going to pick Texas in this one. So. But you take that away, and what does Oklahoma have? They have, they have 10 they guys. They have a water boy. <laughs> exactly. They have cheerleaders. Next game. I'm just saying. All right. Next game is number eight, Auburn, who's 4-1. and one. Favored by three in Mississippi State Stadium. Uh, Mississippi State is three and two. It's a legit stadium now. I, I watched part of that game this last week. Can you imagine? I went thousand bells <laughs> ringing like no, that. No, I can't imagine you why. Why? My sister went to South Alabama. Her junior and senior year was on color guard. We went to Mississippi State. Huge Jags fans. Yeah. Watch South Alabama take down Mississippi State. Yeah. Let me tell you this, cowbells. They're so obnoxious, and it was so, so righteous to see all those cowbells just kind of go up from, from, from up in the air to down by everybody's hips, mm. and uh, let me tell you, not a bell rang when that when that, uh, when that that field goal South was missed. South Alabama, yeah. yeah. That was beautiful. Big game, big game. Is that the last game? Uh, no, it's Auburn and then the Alabama game. Okay, so I say Auburn wins. They seem to win. Even when they shouldn't. It's, it's kind of disappointing, honestly. Jameson? Auburn I hope does I'm not have... Look, I mean, everybody was talking about Jared Stidham being a Heisman candidate and how, how much better the offense was going to be and how much smoother it was going to run because he was going to have the freedom to call plays and to be uh, more creative and more... Um, have more freedom in the offense. But Gus Malzahn's going to Gus Malzahn. He is. Every time. <laughs> yep. There's not a better way to say it. I, I, think, I think this time we're running the ball up the middle. It'll I work. mean, the biggest this opponent time. that Auburn has is Gus Malzahn. I'll, I'll say that forever until they fire him. You know, if he if he lives till the year 3000. But anyway, I'm going to pick Mississippi State. I feel like, you know, they've... I hope you're right. I really do. They've had they've lost their last two games, and I feel like they're going to come out mad. They're going to have those cowbells roaring, and I feel like they're going to take down Auburn. It might be close, but I feel like they can win this one. I, I hope feel, you're right. I hope I lose this pit. As, Go ahead. <laughs> as bad as off, Auburn's offensive production is, that defense, that run defense, is insane. I will and, say and that Mississippi them. State manufactures. What's their record this offense. year, though? Uh, Auburn or Mississippi State? Mississippi State three and two. Three and two. Yep. And they lost this last week too. They lost yeah. to Kentucky, and then they lost to Florida last week. Yeah. Yep. Okay. All right. All right, and then finally, um, it's almost worth it to pick the spread. We know who's going to win, but uh, it's Alabama, number one, who's 5-0, and favored by 35 points. 
That's five touchdowns and five extra points um, against <laughs> Arkansas, who's a disaster. One and four this year. I think... I, oh, go ahead. I'm picking Alabama um, to cover and outright. So, Alabama's my pick for sure. Yeah. Obviously, Alabama. Okay. I think we're going to cover the spread. I believe Alabama's going to win, but I'm going to make a riskier pick here. I'm going... I'm going to... I'm going to... I've been rough on the Alabama kickers, okay? I'm going... I'm going to be a little bit more supportive. I'm going to say that he makes every extra point and every field goal. That'll be... That'll be my crazy prediction. That would be a miracle. All right, my prediction is if he kicks two or fewer field goals, yes. If he kicks more than two, statistically, he's going to miss at least one. He or they, depending on how many they play. So... Um, I will, I'm picking Alabama's kickers to to have a perfect day. That would really be a miracle, honestly. And our boy Russ Daniels is on the line. How you doing, Russ? I'm doing great. Good to hear y'all's voice once again. How are y'all doing? I'm great, man. The UAH legend, Russ Daniels. <laughs> go Chargers. I don't know about that part, but yeah. go Chargers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go Chargers. So our, our boy Brad, who's on our media team, he goes to UAH now. I do. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Okay. You play basketball there, right? Is that right? I did. Okay. All right. So, Russ, tell me about your favorite thing going on right now with FCA. Ooh, favorite thing going on with FCA right now. Um, huddles, obviously, so that's... That's a consistent thing going on right now, and I love going to huddles. I love going to meet with different schools and see how everyone does things differently, but just see how the Lord uses all of them. Um, and but I also like recruiting our interns. Uh, I really enjoy that. Uh, so we have a summer internship program, and I, whenever I go to a school, uh, I try and talk to the huddle coaches there and teachers to see if there are any possible intern prospects, so I enjoy kind of getting to find out who's interested in being a part of FCA in the summer as an intern. Yeah. Well. Hey, Russ. Uh, can can you tell us, like, an interesting or your favorite intern recruitment story? Like, if there was a recruit that just stood out to you that you were just like, I've got to have them, uh, or just something awkward and funny, anything like that? Yeah, uh, so this is my first year full-time, so really, like, recruiting hardcore for our interns, um, but, uh, let me, let me think of one, oh, actually, so last year, part of the struggle a little bit is to get guys to step up, um, and that's just kind of really been something that we've seen struggle, yeah, girls are, are amazing, they step up and want to lead, uh, and want to intern, and so the guys have been a hard, um, kind of hard to get to step up. Uh, Part of that, too, is because they play sports in the summer, and a lot of them are very involved in sports, so Mm -hmm. we recognize that there's that, too, but uh, last year, specifically, we were really looking for more guys, and I just remember one morning, um, I was headed to Coleman County, and I just really was praying that the Lord would bring us more guy prospects um, to go after for the internship. And literally that day, within the next couple of hours, we had three guys uh, contact us about wanting to intern. Um, wow. So it was just really cool to see God like answer that prayer, like 
within that very day and in a big way. So that was that's one of my favorite favorite things that's happened in the internship recruiting process. Wow. Praise God. That's well, let me, awesome. Let me ask you this, Russ. Have you had something really cool happen at a school so far in a huddle or or uh, in, in uh, a moment where you were mentoring somebody or something like that? Has something like that happened this year so far? And... Yes. Uh, actually, last week I was out of school, and they historically have had a pretty good huddle, but... Um, have not they haven't gotten started yet this year and so i was there the other day talking to their leaders and walking through you know what a huddle looks like and uh the different responsibilities for each person and um and so usually the first huddle i offer one of our fca staff members to speak uh, because usually one of the students are not comfortable enough yet to, to share the very first huddle and they don't want that pressure of being the first speaker but as i was talking to the leaders and saying you know uh, this is what we do, and then I got to the part where we talk about who comes to speak, and then before I could even like get any words out of my mouth, two girls raised their hand and volunteered to speak at the first huddle, um, and wanted to share their testimony, and so I was like, well, that was awesome, like, usually one of us will come and, and share the first time because they're a little bit nervous about it, but to see two people step up that quickly um, as they're just now getting the huddle started was very, it was awesome and encouraging to see. So good, Russ. I like those stories. I like them a lot. And so, how, if somebody wants to get involved in their local huddle, uh, their local FCA club or whatever, you know, we call them huddle through that. But how do they get involved in their club at their local school? So, if they want to get involved, um, all they would need to do is go and find the huddle coach at their school, which is just the teacher sponsor at their school, and. Um, find out when the huddle meets or if they can't find a teacher sponsor um, look for students or even the principal would know who the teacher sponsor is Um, and then if you still can't find anything then you can go to northalabamafca.org and contact us and we will be glad to help you find um, your huddle at your school either find it or create it right Russ? Right, but there are very, very few schools that do not have huddles in our five counties. Um, and for the ones that don't, we're already in the process of getting them started soon. So in the five counties that we cover, um, there will be a huddle at your school most likely. That's incredible, Russ. And so, hey guys, you've heard Russ, you've heard the amazing stories, amazing things happen at your FCA we want you to go check out your local one. So no matter what school you're in, in these five counties that are listening to the radio right now, if you are not a part of Fellowship of Christian Athletes, go join. You know, part part of being a Christian, part of making it in Christianity is doing it with others. Wouldn't you agree with that, Russ? Absolutely. Community is very, very important in our faith. And, and so we want you to join your local FCA. Russ, thank you so much for coming on. We're so glad to have you this week. Absolutely. It's always a pleasure. Can't wait to talk to you guys soon. Yeah, talk to you later, Russ. Have a good one, Russ. And we're going to go to some music, but before we do, let us tell you about the thing that can make you incredibly successful in life. We call it Charburger. Charburger, feed your tummy, makes joy come to you. And it's a... It's a it's a great place to have a great burger, uh, and so we want you to check it out if you have an opportunity. Uh, they are 
I, I always get this wrong. They are at the foot of the mountain, not the foothill. <laughs> not a foothill. Brinley Mountain yes, is a foothill that's of right. another mountain. Right, there you go. And so they're at the foot of the foothill of the of the hill. There you go. So okay. they're they're at the foot of the mountain. If you're coming from Arab or the, on your way to Arab, they're going up the mountain. They'll be on if you're going up the mountain on your right, if you're coming down on your left. No matter where you're going, no matter where you are, they're at the foot of the mountain. <laughs> Close. Okay, so they're open from 5.30 to 8 o'clock Monday through Saturday, home of the famous char-grilled Wildcat Burger. I like how we say that. Scrumptious. 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 Can somebody give me a definition on scrumptious? We did that a couple weeks ago. No. We can call that it. Yeah, yeah. Scrumptious. Chicken fingers. Got you, fam. Philly cheese steak and homemade hand-battered thin and crispy onion rings. Their fries are crispy, too. Uh... It's a great place to get a burger. It's also a yeah. great place to find a friend. Yeah, yeah. Very friendly people. You, you can say that Char Burger is the, <laughs> the place where everyone knows your name. Oh, what's up, guys? We are we did it. we usually do it at the beginning of this uh, day, but hey, we're gonna get to it right now. Meme of the week, and Meme these are the hilarious. These, this is a good run of this. These of are this good. I, I gotta say, these these are a, a particular brand of fire. They are, and so uh, Jameson showed me this. We were at a men's retreat together this last week, and he showed what me this. What were we meme. retreating from? Who was chasing us? Nobody. Okay. Oh. So anyway, I thought this was hilarious. The men. Are you? <laughs> are you? <laughs> An Alabama kicker, and it's got the box. Check yes or no. And as good as our kickers have been, they checked yes, but it's way outside of the box to the right. They missed. They, you can say they missed the mark. They missed the mark, like they usually <laughs> do is, on Saturday. It's, it's technically if sin. If you're on Facebook, you'll be able to see this. Yeah, it's fantastic. Um, so you should come check that out. But it, as you know, we have we have a very upset audience when it comes to Alabama's kicking situation. It's frustrating. It's only upsetting for Alabama fans. It's yeah. it's hilarious to the rest of the country. Yeah, that's okay. We're good at everything else. Anyway, so the next we're, we are that's good what enough makes at everything it terrible. Else. That's what makes it frustrating. <laughs> the next one, and this this one ministers to my heart, is Halloween. How to ruin Halloween? And they've got these. What do you think about this, Steve? <laughs> yeah, that's you gonna. Put out a mini salad for instead of candy. You're yeah. putting out green stuff. Yeah, it's not. Gonna it's fly. a it's a package of Dole mini salad. Exactly. Fun size. Really? Yeah. Is there fruit juice in this salad? No. Like, look at I it. I mean, it's Dole. I didn't, no fruit I mean, like, involved. No. It's not like a yummy fruit salad. There is a happy How's, jack o' lantern. Look at the happy jack o' lantern. Let's, let's just talk about this. So you're a kid. You're trick or treating, and you walk up to the door and you knock, and they hand you this. What do you do? Uh, like, I mean, look at the lady. Like, seriously, it, it's burn, like, it, burn it down. This is like the alternative to vegan candy. Yeah, or like I mean, yeah. <laughs> like that Tim Hawkins uh, Halloween joke. I don't know if you ever heard that one. He said, you know, uh, the old people would give him Hall's mentholithus drops or whatever. Mentholithus? Uh, yeah, whatever. And uh, he said he Mentholithus. threw it back, and his mom said, what do you say? He said, you got it wrong. That's that's what I would have to say on that. You got it wrong. You yeah. look, Just don't even do it. I can just see the kid on the doorstep, right, on the porch, and right. he gets this, and he just throws it down on the ground like, oh, I'm never coming here again. Like, would you? Well, would I mean, you? like, yeah. if he gave me packets of ranch with it, I'm not sure I would be that upset. Uh, I would. Well, I would. Yeah, Okay, so you eat salad though. Meme number three, and I thought this was hilarious. This is good. 
this I have is some analysis great. on this. That's right. So this is a <clears throat> coffee maker, and it's it's so funny. It's somebody put sticky notes on it. it. Says coffee maker not hot, but has a great personality. All right. So we've got we've got two different <laughs> sticky notes here. The first one obviously plays first. It says coffee maker not hot. This is and great. This is feminine handwriting. Obviously, it's um, somebody who's just like, hey, heads up, you don't want to drink this coffee. If you want some, make some more. And then, in, in obvious, like, masculine, like, you know, just kind of chicken scratch handwriting <laughs> underneath it, but it has a great personality. That's hilarious. <laughs> so, it's hilarious. That's a great one. It's not it's the outward one. appearance that matters. No, no, no not when it comes to co- coffee maker, not hot. What can you do for me, coffee maker? Besides, you can always but, put it in my like, personality. <laughs> I feel like you should just bypass the coffee maker and go buy a Red Bull, but that's just me. Wow. Yeah, that's your thing. I'd probably do uh, a better job. Mm-hmm. Welcome back. Hey, we want to tell you about the one thing that'll make you a winner in this world. <laughs> Charburger. What was that sound? Charburger. <clears throat> that, that was me laughing. I'm at sorry. something that I handed him. Oh. <laughs> that was a video I was showing gotcha. him. Okay. Uh, anyway, so uh, Charburger is a fantastic place that is open from 5.30 to 8 p.m. Monday through Saturday. And they serve some of the most glorious burgers and fries and Philly cheese steaks. And if you're up at 5.30 in the morning, they also serve an incredible breakfast. With chocolate gravy. Yeah. Praise God. Yeah. Chocolate gravy. Yes, Lord. Yes. If, if you'd like to call them, their number is 256-505. I had it. Oh. <laughs> 4-7-2-0. Uh, and these guys are open till 8 o'clock. They're located uh, close to Pier 69. If you're going to Arab, they're on the right. If you're coming down to Gunnersville, they're on your left. Almost to the lake. They have a great view. There's also a sign outside that says Charburger. It makes it pretty easy to find. Yeah, yeah. This, that's, that's all we have to say about that. So, hey, anyway, as we were on our break, we me and, me and Steven, <clears throat> we had this great idea because we watched our boy uh, Brad. Had Dang. Do, Doing a great headbang, air guitar. It was so, amazing. So we've been inspired. So we've Proceed. been inspired for a share-a-thon right here, and we're not asking for your money. We're just asking you to share. What are we sharing? Okay, we're going to share. Broadcast. Hey, that was nice. If you share the broadcast, okay, if you're out there, if we get 15 shares, our boy Brad at the end of the show is going to do the greatest airbag pop impression you've ever seen in your life. It's going to be fantastic. Well, hey, we're going to start simple and work our way to the bagpipes. That's right. So I'll start with a little bit of electric guitar. Electric, get it going. Yeah. I'll throw that down. We'll do some accordion. Yeah. And then we'll, accordion. Go, we'll go full on Scottish. That's right. <laughs> and we'll go to the... You know it's totally coat? worth it. So Scotland if, the Brave. If, Scotland. If, you, if you're not on our Facebook, please get on there and share our show to have RC Radio Show. We want you to share that, share it, share it, share it. I just want to see Brad dance. I don't even like. Uh, this is a selfish plea, but please do it so I can laugh. By the way, we're at the third at three shares, so we got twelve to go, and we believe in you guys. Uh, it's going to be totally worth watching Brad do air guitar, absolutely, so, and accordion, and any other and instrument. Hey, if you have an instrument you'd like for him, yeah, to message play, it to message us. us. Message us. The Glockenspiel. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I have I no idea what that, that is, life. but it sounds. Impressive. And now, today's clutch moment. Yeah, today I want to talk to you about making a difference in your world. It's something we like to talk about a lot here at the Varsity because we believe that you can really significantly change your world. I know you're hearing that for the first time and thinking, yeah, right, that not me. I can't do that. And 
Uh, so often I think we think, you know, we'd really like to make a difference. And I, I want to I wanna give you a game changer today. And what I believe will help you change your world and, and really make a mark on your generation and your family and your, in the area of your life. And so... Uh, this is this is a phrase that God gave me as I was preparing to preach to my youth one day. One plus one equals world change. What does that mean? I, th- I think all of us truly want to make a difference, a significant difference in this world. But I, I want to say the best way to honestly make that statement and thought a reality is to do it with others. Well, I can make a difference. I can, I can be something awesome by myself. And, and, and I believe... Uh, a lot of you do, but you know, when you have a dream, the only way you make your dream happen is with others around you. And I, I'm interested because Genesis, as I know, wasn't actually the first book of the Bible actually written. But Genesis 2.18, at the very beginning, God thought this was pretty true when he says, Then God said it's not good for man to be alone, right? Mm-hmm. So Adam starts out by himself. Just him and God. And God says, for the first time in history, there's something missing, right? And obviously, he creates woman after this. But why? So Adam can have relationships. So relationships become incredibly important to God here. They're important, right? To, to have a relationship with God is, is the most important thing we can ever do. This is honest. This is, this is just the truth. But secondly... In the second chapter of our Bible right here, he says it's important for us to have a relationship with other human beings and do life together with other people. I'd like to say this. Have you ever heard of anybody partying by themselves? Like, nobody nobody parties by themselves and really has a good time, right? That's just not cool. The only party you have by yourself is a pity party. Right, right. (laughs) Which is a negative, right? Right. Nobody wants that. Right, and, and so how lonely, you know, I was actually reading up for this sermon, and it was sad, guys. I, I found this story of this 11-year-old kid who invited 30 people in his class to the party, and not one came. And his mom puts out this plea, uh, uh, just people sending him cards and stuff. I cannot imagine being a, a an 11-year-old boy and nobody showing up to your party. How would that make you feel, Stephen? Yeah, I'd feel like a loser. <laughs> right. I'm sorry, I mean, but I would. You're so sad. Like, yeah. I invited 30 people and not one person can show up. Like, man. But in saying that, nobody parties by themselves. Nobody, nobody has... We enjoy being with people. I don't care if you're an introvert or an extrovert. It doesn't matter. God created you to be with people. So where does one more person make a difference? Number one, in goal setting. If two or three of you have a vision or a goal and you are motivating each other consistently, you're more likely to obtain that goal than if you went after it by yourself. Is that true or not? I, I feel that's very true. And it's important, like like you said, to have more than one person. If if more than if there's somebody else going through this with you, then you're there like for each other to motivate each other to say, you know, just to kinda keep track on on progress and um, it's almost like an incentive to have made progress by the next time they check on you. Yeah. yeah so. so, Jameson, why is it why is it so important that we set goals with more than just ourselves? Well, because I've heard the phrase that a, a goal is a dream with a deadline. Yeah. If you don't 
set goals, you can dream all day. Yeah. But you will never, you never have that motivation to push yourself uh, to make it happen. And, I mean, I feel like you're more likely to achieve those goals with a team around you. Uh, very little people, even in the Bible, did anything alone apart from Jesus. Uh, they always had other people uh, co-laboring with them to, to achieve those goals. So I think it's paramount because we can't do any of it in our own strength. Um, and, I mean, God, if he believes in anything, he believes in community. So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, one. Where does one more make a difference? Number two is encouragement. The word encouragement in the Hebrew... Old Testament literally means to put courage into. So let me let me ask you this: Would you rather be around an encouraging friend or a negative friend when you're pursuing a goal, and why? Well, um, assuming that the goal is desired to be achieved, I would right. rather be with the, <laughs> <laughs> the encouraging no one person. No, the goal to fail. Yeah, right. so you you wouldn't think, but um, just uh, for for no brainer reasons, I would say the encouraging friend would be the correct answer. Right. Is that right? Yes. Okay. It is. Awesome. It right. is. It is. <laughs> I mean, obviously, yes, the the encouraging friend. Um, but why? But why? I mean, like, because I don't want to put people around me that don't believe in me. Right, right. Um, I mean, it, it's that's it's pretty simple. That's that in a nutshell. Like, if I mean, if you're if you're doing anything, I mean, anybody on a team, like even at work, like I have, I, I'm a maintenance supervisor, and I have people that are on my team. And I mean, we we're all supportive of each other. I mean, that sounds like a small thing, but if we don't, if we don't have a positive outlook to achieve our goals for the night, we're not going to get things done, and we're all going to get fired. Right. You don't need someone negative that comes in and then just shoots everything down. I mean, you have to have people that believe in the impossible to the, do anything. There's so. something I've learned from my sociology class, and it's a sociological sociological fact of something called an echo chamber. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That when you've got people around you that tell you something you know mm-hmm. enough like you know you're not gonna make it or even just like a belief or something that you hear enough that's like the people that you're close to all have it begins to even if you don't believe it creep in mm-hmm. to the way you think so this is this is this can be that way with goals if you got a bunch of negative people around you you're making negative progress so you're mm. you're not making any progress towards towards any any goals so you would say that the people around you either motivate you or stop you yes Absolutely, they can. Yeah, yeah. I think you're. I think you. I think we undervalue encouragement, right? Mm-hmm. We undervalue somebody cheer. Why do they have cheerleaders on teams? Why do we have these chants? Why do we have these motivating things? You know, I don't know I if mean, you've ever been to a Bama game or not, but when it gets third down, when it gets third down, they throw Scott Cochran on the screen. Mm-hmm. And he says something like, get ready, get ready, get ready. He sounds just like, get ready, get ready, get ready. <laughs> you know? Like, and it is so motivating. And you, you and you hear the funeral bells. Yeah, yeah. 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 Ding. Think, think about it, though. I mean, we're talking about encouragement and how it's undervalued. And, 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 like, when it relates to sports, why do they give the home team an advantage? Why do they call it, like, home field advantage? Yeah. It's the because, 12th man. Or- I mean, you know, because you have people cheering you on and... and and pushing you towards that goal is to where you're the other team, and everyone in that stadium is against you. Yeah. So it plays a psychological effect. So it's, I think it's paramount. It's that way in baseball. There's so much like if you get struck out, oh man, you know, one other player has directly taken you out of the game. 
So like they get, they're also cheering for that other player, but it's the fact that you personally just got struck out. Yeah. So like you know that's just kind of and there's never a worse thing. feeling than when you strike out and then the entire crowd cheers behind you. Mm-hmm. There's never because you feel like you failed. You feel like you've let your team down. Yeah. So the third thing where one person where one more actually makes a difference is the accountability. That's a good one. Let me say this. If there is more than just yourself going after a goal, you are much more likely to continue to go after that goal. Why? The more people that jump on your vision, the more motivated you'll be and the more likely your goal will actually be achieved. So how does telling other people about your dream or goals keep you accountable? Hmm. Well, go ahead. Go ahead. It, it, it helps to keep you accountable because those people are going to, you know, watch mm-hmm. and see and wait and see or check up on you and see if that, that goal is obtained. And like I said earlier, that's almost like an incentive for the person um, to to go and to, like, work really hard yeah. to try to, to achieve what they're, what they're going for. So. Yeah. Um, I think uh, that's exactly right. And I think another aspect of that is you put that out there. Like you're saying, people are going to ask about it. They're going to keep up with it. You don't have... It keeps you from getting lazy on yourself because there's expectations now. Yeah. Um, and I think that that goes with anything. Like, you know, um, I was, my, my missions endeavor, like, you know, AGWM is, keeps me accountable. Like, they're the ones that check up on me and be like, hey... <laughs> How's it going? What, is, mean, what is AGWM yeah, stand for? Um, AGWM is the Assemblies of God World Missions. Uh, they're the best sending agency in the world for <laughs> missionaries, um, and uh, they keep me accountable. Like I, you know, I have an itineration specialist. Her name is uh, Susan McCumber. She's Explain the bomb. Explain itineration. Uh, itineration is That's where a five dollar word. Right <laughs> <there>. <laughs> yeah. It's it's a big fancy word that just basically means that I, I go and uh, I go places and fundraise. Uh, I'll speak in churches or youth groups or wherever (laughs) or i'll meet with individuals that want to invest in what god's uh doing and um i have an itineration specialist in uh at agwm headquarters named susan mccumber and she's the best uh and you know she sends me emails and reminds me hey you need to turn in your monthly itineration report and uh and but that not they're not just there to like you know (laughs) And I mean, you know, even people, not just them, but I mean, in any accountability situation, they're not just there to like, you know, slap you with a rod and be like, you know, like crack the whip kind of thing. Yeah. I mean, they don't really keep me accountable. They encourage me. Yeah. You know, no matter how well or how bad my month was, they are, they are positive. They're encouraging and they, uh, they do everything they can to you help you turn in your paperwork. <laughs> 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 That's what went in my head. Was Monster no, it's not like that at all. Monster but, yeah. Uh, yeah. So good. Anyway. And then, last but not least, where one more makes a difference in changing the world. See, Matthew 18, 19 through 20 says, I also tell you this, if two of you, this is Jesus talking, if two of you agree here on earth concerning anything you ask, my Father in heaven will do it for you. For where two or three are gathered together as my followers, I'm among them. That's a powerful scripture. That is powerful. So what do you think about this scripture, guys? And what it says. I think it's true because it's scripture. That's always something that Mm. I like to say when somebody asks me how I think about it. Um, Also, the, the, just the, I don't know, the impact that this, that the scripture has on the way the, the way that, 
Christians act here on earth yeah. is, mm-hmm. is bizarre. Or the things that Christians do, not necessarily the way they act, but the things that Christians do here on this earth, um, like where for where two or three gather uh, together as my followers, <laughs> I'm there among them. That's yeah. that's insane and just yeah. yeah that that in itself is mind blowing. I mean, where two or three are gathered and they ask God touching any one thing, He's He's there. Yeah. I mean, I know we keep that's saying a game changer, it, but, literally. Ah, man. Yeah. Um, and He's faithful to do that too. Yeah. Uh, he shows up every time. So, man, I think of- because knowing who God is and that He is trustworthy and faithful and that His His word is true makes that impactful and makes that powerful. And, and I think this this scripture basically sums up the whole thing. One plus one equals world change. Yeah. This is this is God saying, don't do life by yourself. Don't do ministry by yourself. Don't go after friends by yourself. Don't go after your goals. One plus one equals world change. One plus one equals world change. What's up, everybody? We are back here at the Varsity Radio Show. Uh, we are we are talking about. Uh, one plus one equals world change in our clutch, um, and how you cannot do this alone. And uh, here at the Varsity Radio Show, we can't do anything without Charburger. <laughs> <laughs> it is the fuel by which the fire is stoked. Um, thank you, Charburger. Thank you. Uh, you make world change possible in our uh, stomachs every week. Yeah, yes. God bless uh, you. You can reach them by phone. Uh, I don't believe they have a fax machine. I no. will, will click no, no. Okay, I'm getting a no on the fax machine. You don't need a fax machine. Uh, uh, okay, <laughs> uh, but their phone number is two five six five zero five four seven two zero. They're open from five thirty a.m. to eight p.m. Monday through Saturday. It's the home of the famous. I will repeat that famous char grilled wildcat burgers, scrumptious chicken fingers, Philly cheesesteaks, homemade hand battered thin and crispy onion rings. They are located at 3848 Alabama Highway 69. No matter which way you're going on the road, they're in the same location at the foot of the mountain. They're in Guntersville, Alabama. Yeah. But relative to your direction, they are on a different side of the road. Yeah, yeah. It does depend. No matter, but no matter where you're at, there you are. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's, It's kind of the same thing. No matter where you're at. There you, you are. are. I like that. that. I like <laughs> that. I'm tweeting that later. All right. Yeah, all right. Let's go to interview. Yeah. Hey, we have Sierra <laughs> Davis, and she's not your average not athlete. By, not by any means. But she, in my opinion, is one of the greatest world changers at her age. And she is with us, and I, I asked her to come and tell her story today. Because, and this is what I want to say, if you're listening out there, I think... I think we put an age limit on world change. I think we put mm. an age limit on what we Come can on. be able to do. And I think we tell God, I will change the world. I will make a difference one day when I'm this older. I'll accept Jesus and live the way I'm supposed to when I hit this age. And I don't think you have to wait. Nope. I think no matter what your age is, no matter what stage of life you are, I think God has purpose and a plan for you. And uh, so today, I am so excited to have Sierra Davis in here. Say hey to everybody. Hey. Yeah. And so, Sierra, we want to start by asking you, uh, I'm trying to think which direction to go. Tell us your story about uh, how you got seriously involved 
with Jesus, how, how God changed your life, at, at what point, what mark that happened, so, just the beginning. We need the, I guess, as we say, the genesis, the beginning. Well, when I was younger, um, my grandparents were in church and stuff, so I knew who God was, but um, I come to church, and we went to a, church, a really big church that it wasn't family, so like you just kind of went, you heard a sermon, and then you left. But um, when I come here, I didn't, I didn't participate in any anything. I didn't go to the youth group. And Pastor Seth, you know, asked me every single time he saw me, "Will you come to the youth group? Just come one time." And I never, I didn't go for a long time. And finally, he was like, "You come one time. If you don't like it, you can never come. You don't ha- ever have to come back." And I was like, "Okay, I'll come." And I never left. I've been there ever since. <laughs> but She's I guess still there. You've, yeah, been, you've been hooked. Uh, yeah. Um, Consumed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Brad. That was you're welcome. Yes. I like what you did there. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it was good. Anyway. Yeah. Um, I guess that was where where it started for for real. Me really being set on what Jesus wanted was when Pastor Seth drugged me into the <laughs> Did not drug you. <laughs> he made her accountable. That's right. Yes. One plus did. one divided by drag. That's right. Something like that. Yes. All right, Sierra. Like, okay, so you told us how you got involved. Uh, but tell us how, when was the first time that you became aware that the world needed to be changed? And, like, what? when did God put that in your heart and what, what, what did he put in your heart? Well, at first, it was just looking around in my little community. Like, that was my, I thought God wanted me to change just the little place that I was at. And, um... I was just set on that. And then Pastor Seth said one time that one dollar or saves for every dollar a soul gets saved. What if it was your mom? What if it was your dad? And that was the moment that I really realized that that my dad really did need saved. That my family really did need saved. And then, you know, I kept going and stuff and God was like, you know, you just don't not just your little community, you you need to go outside of it. You need to go you need to go and I I was completely against it, to be honest. Like, I did not want to. And then um, God just kept working with me, and I finally was like, gave up. And I was like, all right, God, I'll be a missionary. That's really what you're calling me to. And then everything just kind of lined up and was like, that was really, really what he wanted me to do. So, um, Seth, Seth was talking to me earlier today. We were just kind of talking about the show, and he told me something about Something that you guys do, it's a denominational program where, uh, I, I forgot what it was called. Speed about, the Light. Speed the Light. Yeah. And it's uh, funded by all the youth and, and the Assembly of God. Yeah. And if so, if, if youth don't give to it, there's there's nothing there's there. There's no money and it, there. And it buys <laughs> vehicles or services for, for missionaries. Yeah. So uh, he told me something interesting about uh, you and uh, being involved with that, uh, with uh, Speed the Light program. Can you tell us about that? Um, well... Don't be afraid to toot your own horn. I'm I'm asking you to toot your own horn. Because I cannot wait to meet her when he told me about this. Um, well, I guess I started giving giving to it when, like I said, he said one dollar is a soul being saved. And I was like, you know, I couldn't be selfish anymore with my money. It was like, I, I gotta give. You know, if I keep this dollar to go, go get a drink or something... I don't really need that, you know, like, water's free. I can go get that from the water fountain and give this dollar and somebody's soul will be saved. I can't be selfish anymore and 
be like, keep it to myself because I really don't need it. Whatever I wanted wasn't as important as somebody's soul mm. being saved. So, I was yeah. like, all right, I'll give it. Yeah, and, and Sierra won't tell you this, but she has she has significantly given this year and uh and, and so she set a goal she's hit that goal she's going past her goal mm-hmm. uh i'll just tell you she set a goal of 500 dollars to give to speed the light this year she's passed it already and we're uh, not even in we're not even like done with the year yet. right, like, right. And she's this, got a whole like two months right. three months left yeah so right so at 15 brad and this is what i'm saying at 15 years old she's given on over 500 dollars to speed the light saved, saved over 500 souls mm-hmm. and, and we think there's an age limit this is what I'm saying mm-hmm. we think there's an age limit yeah. to changing the world and what was so interesting about this is uh, when we were on the phone uh, you know you told me that you know she was working and it's not like you know she was going and working it's not like she was you know making this money it's like okay this is my share this is what I'm going to give yeah she's She's uh she's getting that cash and she's turning around with that whole hand and just throwing it. Throwing so what have you done to raise that stones. money? Um, I went and I helped clean houses for my grandparents and I um I've helped paint walls and do wallpaper and I cleaned yards and sometimes I just went and I was like, What can I do? How can I work? And they was like, Nothing. Here, you can just you know, you can have it and then I'd come back and they'd give me something to do, you know, like it wasn't babysitting at the church. That was one of the biggest things was, um, I started doing this and I hadn't met my goal yet. And I was kind of like, Oh my gosh, how am I going to do this? And then I started getting calls from the church often. Like, will you babysit for this or will you babysit for that? And that was probably the biggest thing was I started babysitting and just working around my neighborhood and for the people that needed something to do. And that was it. Wow. That's so responsible, so commendable yeah. for for any person. But for a fifteen year old, you know, who has, you know, so like a, an average fifteen year old has so many just other interests. Yeah. yeah, and like, and there's nothing wrong with other interests. But the mm-hmm. fact that that all of this you're like devoting devoting what you're doing to making sure that this this program is that's right. that's very commendable. Yeah, man. One of my favorite things that you said there is uh, when you were talking about. Uh, not being selfish with your money and you said you know I don't need a coke water's free that that's sacrifice as you say I mean yeah. you, what I hear about sacrifice and servanthood is you have laid what your your comfort your comfort you've laid your your wishes and your desires and your your own comfort is the only thing I can really describe that as aside and said I have to do something for people that can't help themselves. I have to do something for people that don't know about Jesus. Um, like, what... Does that... Like, when did that... Hmm. Trying to find the best way to ask this. Uh, I know you told us, like, when that sort of clicked for you about um, the why. But I know you're about to take a trip here in the next year to Indonesia and I, I want to ask why Indonesia? Well, I don't at first I didn't really know and it just kept weighing on my heart big and then um, I prayed about it one night at our church and we were having a meeting at, or a, a big uh, Was it a prayer service? or? can't think of the name of it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Was it the missions conference? 
Yeah, it was yeah, the Mission yeah, Bank. Mission that was it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Way to go, yeah. Stephen. Thank you, Stephen. Welcome. Stephen for the yeah. save. And at our church, there is, I, there's nothing wrong. I just never heard Indonesia before. I'd never heard anybody speak about it or anything. And I was like, all right, God, you really want me to go to Indonesia? Let me hear it from one person in here tonight. And by the end of the night, there ended up being seven people, that, or seven different times that Indonesia was said. And I was like, all right, that was my confirmation. And then I went home, and I was like, but God, you called me to reach drug addicts. You didn't call me just to be a missionary and I looked the statistics up and it um, Indonesia is the number one drug market in all of Asia um, and I was like oh my gosh that was my <laughs> set in stone and then I kept looking and they get the death penalty for doing drugs wow. or for selling or for whatever they get the death penalty for doing drugs and I cannot I couldn't imagine that I can't you know sitting here and people dying because they just they don't know you know like you know, they get the death penalty for doing drugs, but they don't even ever know God. There's never even an opportunity for them to get to go to heaven. That, that was never even an option. Like, it's just kind of this, I'm just going to live life, and when I die, I die. It doesn't matter if it's the death penalty or not, you know? So, yeah. I can't I can't imagine that. I couldn't sit back and watch that happen, or see that happen, hear about that happen, mm. and not do nothing. That's, yeah. see, I, what I hear is that you, you it was not okay with you. You couldn't yeah. sit still and let that happen. Yeah. That's awesome. And let me ask you that. Let me say this, because like I said, I'm obvious. I'm your youth pastor, and I know this. This year, something intensified. Your, it, it intensified you going after drug addicts and people like that. Will you talk about that? Do you mind talking about that? Yes. Um, well, in August... Um, for a long time, my dad, my real dad, he's been in and out of my life, and it was because of drugs, and um, I had not had much of a relationship with him, and in August, um, in the middle of the night, I got a phone call that said my dad was in the hospital, and that he had just overdosed, and that they didn't know if he'd make it through the night, and then he ended up dying the next night of an overdose, and it, you know, he didn't, I don't know if he was saved, but he did know who God was, and It just showed me that there are people dying that are just like him, but never even heard the name of Jesus. You know, like, there's a bunch more like my dad that are in the same situation that need help. And that was my big thing. So would you say that that event intensified your urgency? Yes. Or it made you back away? No, it made me be like, I need to go now. I need to do something now. I'm tired of sitting here. I'm ready to go now. And... That was my big thing, like sitting there in the hospital. I was like, I gotta go to church tonight. I gotta, I gotta go. You know, like I can't sit here anymore and wait. And I just wanted to go. I, I was ready, right then and there, to go to Indonesia if that's what hmm. it took. Like you can get me a flight to Indonesia right now. I was gone, and that really pushed. It. Wow. Let me ask you something. Have you ever been on a plane before? No. <laughs> Have you ever been out of the country before? Nope. <laughs> Never right. even been on a mission trip. <laughs> Have you? Like, what's the farthest you've ever been away from home? Um, probably Ohio. Ohio. Okay. Yep. This girl has only been to Ohio, <laughs> but the need that she sees is so great that she doesn't care that she's never been on a plane. Doesn't even know how an airport works. Don't even don't even have a passport yet. <laughs> nope. But girl is willing to hop on. I'm sure she'd get on a mouse-drawn chariot. To Indonesia. <laughs> yes. But she's ready to go because God like got to a hold of a mouse, her. A mouse-drawn chariot. I would very much like to see that. A mouse-drawn chariot. Oh. I like that. Brad? Okay, all right. So, um, 
So I heard you and uh, Jameson and Seth Thank all you for that <laughs> <laughs> Steven never lets me down what, what was that? Wait did he find one Yes oh, 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 yeah. yes. Absolutely You're Speed the light mouse drawn wow. carrier I would go on it yes Steven you were fantastic If that thing would take you to Indonesia <laughs> I would be there <laughs> take like your love anyway yep. go ahead Brad <laughs> there's a lot of water between here and Indonesia yeah, 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 yeah. something called the uh, what, uh, Pacific Ocean yeah 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 <laughs> um, anyway alright so I heard you and uh, Jameson and Seth were all talking before the show about um, kind of your path to Indonesia at this point mm-hmm. um, so what if what's kind of uh, what, what? how can we pray for you and, uh, and the, the process going forward to get you to Indonesia and what have you done so far uh, to set that up well, um, Sunday we had a lunch with the Indonesian missionaries over there, and it was just kind of a feel of what we needed or what was the need over there and what we would need to go. Um, so I guess, you know, praying that the money would provide because that's a lot to go all the way around the world, you know. Yeah. And um, I guess, or they said that there's not a lot of missionaries over there. That it's a big need, and it's the biggest Muslim country. And that's, you know, that's a big deal. Muslims, they don't believe, or they don't believe the Christian ways, I guess. And people lose their life trying to tell the Christian ways to a Muslim. And I guess that's really a big deal because you're going to these people that completely disagree with what you're saying so much to they would kill you, you know, and yeah. um, I guess that's kind of what I want to do. I don't want to just be in the church. I, I want to go to these people that, you know, that hate the Christians because they, the devil's keeping them so far back for a reason because yeah. they could really do something, you yeah. know. Um, so for those of you who don't know, and I actually didn't know this before this, uh, Indonesia is the most populous country with a Muslim majority in the world. Yeah. So it's the biggest country that has a majority of its peoples uh, mm-hmm. being Muslim, and that's yeah. yes. that's what this uh, fifteen, very impressive fifteen-year-old girl <laughs> yeah. right here is about yeah. to go tackle. So yeah, yeah. So and, we'll be. and we'll be doing it younger than most people. Yes, mm-hmm. as uh, as she will graduate high school this year. Yep, and start on mm-hmm. making moves to go there. Should internship this summer. Right, and uh. Jameson, you got something? It just goes back to that scripture that, that talks about despise not thy youth. Uh, and that scripture just goes on to say, but set an example. So that's that's just a charge. What you're talking about is you don't have to wait until you're 20, 30, or whatever to make a difference. The Bible says do it now. If yeah. you can... like, There's a another missionary to Ecuador. His name's Joel Marbit. And yeah. He, uh, a lot of people, he says, I've he's been in, he has a thriving uh, ministry in Ecuador. Uh, he's doing so much for God there. And um, I heard him in an interview say one time, I've never felt called, quote unquote, called to Ecuador. I just saw a need. And that's when God told him the need is the call. Yeah. Um, and if you see a need in your community, and it doesn't have to be across household. the sea. Like the the Great Commission says, go into all the world yeah. and preach the gospel. If you can't go to Indonesia or go to Ecuador, go to Walmart. That's go good. to football that's practice. A, that's go good. to school. Just go wherever you are. Go to your house. Like, absolutely. Um, don't don't wait. Don't don't wait to do something for God when you know it needs to be done now. Because we can't afford to wait. 
Try People, it. people's eternity is at stake. We can't afford to just wait around and see if something better happens. It's good. All right, I want to. I want to end this interview by asking Sierra this. Sierra, if there's another anywhere twelve to twenty-one year old out there, even even ninety year old out there, what would you say to them? What challenge would you issue them uh, about how God can use them? About about waiting or about their age or whatever. Well, what would you say about that? Well, I mean, you can walk out your front door and see a need. Like, you don't have to wait. You know, you might have to wait to go to Indonesia or something. But walk out the front door. Like Jameson said, go to Walmart. I saw a lady outside the front door crying. And, like, me and my friends chased her through Walmart to pray for her. Like, you, you don't have to... Wait, you can just go to the store to buy some coffee creamer and chase a girl through Walmart because she's crying and she needs God, you know? Yeah. And it doesn't matter if you're just 12. If you can pray for that lady and impact her, then then do it. You don't have to tell her you're 12 years old, you know? Like, yeah. if you're 90 years <laughs> old, good. you know, you might not be able to run as fast, but <laughs> go find her. Go chair, baby. <laughs> yeah. Go find her in the back Shout of the Shout out store. to all of our elderly listeners. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> If yeah. you hang with us, we love you. We yes, think you're we do. We And hey, and if you hang with us, you're young to a certain degree. Anyway. That's right. That's right. <laughs> and hip. Yeah. Is that you're what all the cool kids are saying? You're 90 and you're listening saying? to the varsity. We are your biggest fans. Yes, we're, we love you. Amen. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that right, Stephen? That's right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, and so you you would say just take the first step. Right. Don't don't sit back and wait for them to come to you. Go to them. Like sitting in your house. You know, away from the world isn't going to do it. You need, if you got to step out of your bedroom and talk to your dad or and tell him that Jesus really saves, then then do it. You know, if you got to invite the person to church, your cousin that you're afraid of losing as a friend, do it because I mean, you can either save their soul or lose them as a friend. You know, it'd be better if you, if their soul got saved, right? Yeah. So, man, just go for it. So, from Sierra Davis, future world changer. Already there, not I mean, future. Yeah, she's she's yeah. already there. She's a future missionary. She's, she's already, already changing the world. She's already there. Uh, man, if you've heard this interview, I, I think it's been incredible. Thank you, Cassie, for saying this. She said this was what? Steven? She did. She said, uh, hold on one second. my wife, Cassie. And uh, she said, hands down, the best interview the varsity has ever had. And said, I've listened to every athlete interview since the very beginning. She has. Thank, Thank you, you. Cassie. Thanks for being faithful, Cassie. I know Steven's your husband, but thanks. <laughs> Thank you, Cassie. Yeah. You're awesome, Cassie. Anyway, hey, you know who else is faithful? Mm, Char Burger. Yeah. Yep. Thank you. There we go. Brad. That says that says it all. But we'll go ahead and give you more details. We will. Uh, the details I'll give you is their their uh, telephone number. You can still reach them by telephone. Two five six five zero five four seven two zero. Open five thirty a.m. to eight p.m.s Monday through Saturday. Home of the famous Tar Girl Wildcat Burger, Scrumptious Chicken Fingers, Philly Cheesesteaks, homemade ham battered thin and crispy onion rings, and they're located at thirty eight forty eight Alabama Highway hey, sixty nine. Why are they open at five thirty a.m.? They have that chocolate, chocolate gravy, bruh. Awesome. Mm, All right. You you find me another burger joint that's got like chocolate Chocolate gravy gravy at five thirty in the morning. I'll eat my hat. 
<laughs> I would like to see and that. Then, Please, and then go chase it with some and chocolate And then go chase gravy. it with some chocolate gravy. 150 mm. shares. Mm. Yeah. yeah. 150 shares. In the next two seconds. That's, yeah, it's not going to happen. Missed <laughs> an opportunity, guys. All right. Hey, we're going to go to some music, and we'll be back with Freestyle, where we are going to give away some tickets to the Boaz Non-Cinema. Fantastic place. Fantastic uh, time that you can have there if you will win these two tickets and uh, also up for grabs if you will just share the show today I don't know what our count is now but if we could just share the show um, our boy Brad I so want to see this six shares so six far. shares so we are not, nine, nine away nine away just nine of you can share the show on Facebook live our boy Brad is going to be Air guitar, air, air any instrument. So it's gonna be great. So right now we've got air guitar, air accordion, and air, air bagpipe. So air. Can we do air tuba? Air tuba. Sousaphone, like tuba, twenty J. What are I we talking about? I want to see sousaphone yeah, wrapped around you. Yeah. Okay. We're getting yeah, yeah, yeah. serious here. So okay. please get us up to those fifteen shares. It's time for the varsity freestyle. Yeah, it is. It's time. Welcome. We are so glad that you are tuning in to 88.5 JFM, the Varsity Radio Show. I like this. I tried that. I tried. That was my best. Uh, Ken Davis. Radio Show. Uh, Ken Osborne. Ken Osborne. There you go. Both Kens are very famous. Now let me hear a uh, Macho Man Randy Savage. It's the Varsity Radio (laughs) Show. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I love that. I thought that was the cool. I thought that was the Kool Aid Man. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Oh yeah! yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Anyway, okay. now that we're having so much fun, uh-huh. <laughs> can I get two claps in a row? Yeah! <laughs> Woo! Okay. <laughs> Woo! There we go. Okay. Well, down. That was beautiful. Okay. I'm hey. anxious to read some trivia. <laughs> this is the fun part of the show where we give away two tickets. It's the trivial to part paradise. of the show. To any. Movie at the Boaz Non Cinema, unless it's already sold out and it's 3D. That's the if only also, stipulation. Also known as also known as Paradise. Yeah, yeah. It's, you can be hanging out in a movie theater sometime this week if you get this right. So smells like popcorn. There's yeah, a lot of, there's a lot of friendly people there. I, I don't see a downside to smelling like popcorn. Massive. I, I don't massive eat it, screen. but I like the smell. There's of not it. supposed to. What you don't eat? Popcorn? You don't eat popcorn. My wife loves it. I just don't. Oh, I love but, popcorn. I will say I enjoyed the smell of. Okay. Oh, that's. I mean, okay. like. Oh, that's. Okay. I mean, right. smell is like ninety percent of taste. But so, whatever. Brad, tell them what they have to do today. Uh, you're going to. I'm gonna. I'm gonna toss up a question out there. You're gonna call two five six five zero five zero eight eight five. You're gonna answer that question. I'm gonna throw two more at you. If you get all three correct, you win the tickets. You win tickets. That is correct. All right. So. Your first question. It's labeled number 33 for some reason, but this is number one. What color are Smurfs? Oh, you should know this one. What color are Smurfs? 256-505-0885. One more time, 256-505-0885. And for good measure, 256-505. Guess what? 0885. But wait, there's more. Ready? Yeah. Want to be on the radio? Oh, wow. That's what I'm talking about. There you go. We're good, we're good, we're good, we're good. All right. All right. Who do we have on the line? Um, Say that again. Say that one more time. 
Mindy. Mindy. Mindy, what color are Smurfs? Blue and white. That is correct. That's correct. Right. Um. So, all right, your next question. Um. What uh, is the name of the toy cowboy in Toy Story? Ooh. Woody. Yes. Woody is correct. Woody. And finally, there is a sweet food made by bees using nectar from flowers that's usually bottled in the shape of a bear. What is it? Uh, honey. Honey is correct. Woo! Yeah. Awesome. You are a winner. Yeah. Winner, hey. winner, winner, winner. <laughs> yeah, we are ecstatic that you won. Hey, why don't You're you stay the on bees the line? Knees. All right. So, uh, so we function here pretty well at the at 88.5 GFM, the Varsity Radio Show, from Tuesdays 2.30 uh, to 4.30. We function very well, actually. And uh, I would like to attribute... That functioning <laughs> to a very special place. Charburger, 256-505-4720. Thank you for that. I love how you two steal it from one another all the time. <laughs> what? Hey, so I don't I'm sorry. To, me, and Ste- Steven, hey, me and Steven are sitting over here with a box of popcorn just like <laughs> oh, watching Steven, the yes, show happen. Said the <laughs> I was Steven is. We're Seth, making Seth is sniffing. Who's going to take it now? <laughs> <That's> <laughs> right, I got a candy bar. <laughs> Seth is sniffing He's the popcorn. He's sniffing the bag of popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> Steven eats it. He's just taking a He's, handful of... Hey, why don't y'all finish the commercial? (laughs) So, uh, Charburger—they don't serve popcorn, but if they did, it'd be the best earned popcorn in the in the in the land east of the Mississippi. (laughs) It'd be Uh, be popcorn with bacon bits and chocolate gravy. Charburger, make that happen. You know you want to. Popcorn burger—they're open Monday through Saturday. They reserve the holy day for church Mm -hmm. and the Lord. Hallelujah. Um, they are open from 5.30 uh, a.m. to 8 p.m. on those days, and they are the home of the famous char-grilled wildcat burger, scrumptious chicken fingers, Philly cheesesteaks, homemade and hand-battered thinning crispy onion rings, located at the foot of the mountain on the right going to Arab, on the left coming into Gunnersville, 3848 Alabama Highway 69, Gunnersville. And those yeah. times are Central Standard Time. Yes. Or are they yes. Central Daylight Time? Oh my we gosh. have no it's idea. Definitely no. Not okay. Mountain. <laughs> Depends on what time of year it is. <laughs> definitely sure. not Mountain Time. All right. So it's local time. Let's it's talk. Time. Let's talk about important things. Yes. But it's all like local time. football games. Local. Uh. So yeah, we want to talk about what happened in this area this last week. Local. And then what's coming up? Where can you catch some more football games? That's right. At the football stadium, I think. That's right. But which one? Hey. All right. Hey. Local well, stadium. you're about to find out. Here we go. All right. Brad, tell us about last week what went down in Marshall County. The Albertville Aggies beat Boaz 35-27. to That's that's impressive. This upcoming Friday, they play at Hazel Green. Arab was off this week, and they play at East Limestone. This Friday, Asbury was also off this week. They play Eider this Friday at home. Brinley Mountain lost to Douglas six to thirty-seven. They play mm. at uh, they play Ooh. Sylvania at home. Dar was off this week. They play Randolph at home on Friday. Douglas won thirty-seven to six over Brinley Mountain. They play Southside at home. Gunnersville was off this week. They play Madison Academy at home. So, Asbury, Brindley Mountain, D.A.R., Douglas, and Gunnersville all have a home football game this week. Yeah. A.R.A.B. is at East Limestone, and Albertville is at Hazel Green. So, uh, catch, those are all relatively, East Limestone's a little bit out of the way, but uh, A.R.A.B.'s got a good fan base to travel. Those are all very, very close games. So, at a stadium near you, 7 o'clock on a Friday night, there will be a football game. Go out there, support those football players, those coaches, cheerleaders, 
band uh, members, everybody who makes those football games happen, make them happen for the community. Yeah. So be sure to go out there and so good. Not the game of the week for me was Albert Bilboa. Absolutely. Wow. Tell us what happened. Tell us who lost. Yeah. <laughs> Boaz suffered. Boaz, Boaz lost. But I have to say this about Boaz, and we said this earlier this year. We thought they were more than legit with the scores they were putting up yeah, on I, everybody. I think at one time I saw a statistic that said they were outscoring opponents in the first quarter, if not the first half. Uh, or I'm sorry. Yeah, I think it was the first quarter, like 76 to nothing. Yeah. Whew. See, all right, they did play a team that was uh, this. Uh, Two divisions up from them? Mm-hmm, I believe they're, so. They're two divisions higher. So, is Albertville 6A? They Albertville's big. 6A, yes. 6A, is that right? Yes. So, Albertville's the... Oh, yeah. We remember it's the biggest 6A school in the state. Yeah. They are 6A by one person and a half. Mm-hmm. Yes. How about uh, that? So, they're lacking 1.5 pupils. If anybody would like to join the Albertville Aggies to put them at 7A. So, so like, <laughs> so like a, a whole person plus a torso. Yeah. Um, and, uh, <laughs> that's not so, weird. Uh, they're that they're that short of seven A. Um, a person with just a torso would be rather short. But um, they they beat Boaz this week. But uh, Boaz is still undefeated in their region, uh, which includes like it includes Arab, it includes uh, Douglas, it includes um, several other teams. Uh, Gunnersville now. No, that's not right. Gunnersville changed. But that, that's, that has several good teams, and Boaz, I think it's their running back that's that's really running all over a bunch of people. So um, they're having a pretty successful season. He's not, not running over Albertville, though, because be uh, sure to, they lost to <laughs> Albertville. Yeah. Be sure to go catch go catch a, a football game this, this yeah, Friday. check them out. Yeah, looking at WAFF's weather. By the way, they're our new weather sponsor. Thank you, WAFF. So uh, looking like Friday, you're going to have a low of 67 under mostly sunny, so very clear skies that night. Yeah. It'll look mm. good. Speaking of weather. Yeah. Um, quick matter of fact weather. <laughs> um, we can say it's brought to us by WAFF. Sure. Uh, so, uh, Brad's matter of fact weather. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a pretty good temperature outside. The sun's out. There are clouds in the sky. But beware, your car, your car will be the the desert in the middle of the summer. <laughs> you will get in there. It will be hot. Don't touch the seatbelt buckle. Don't do it. Don't do it. It will it will brand you the top of your steering wheel. Maybe a little bit toasty. So just beware of that. It's a it's a danger. It uh, be sure to let your car air out before you actually sit down and. Uh, that was your matter of fact weather. There you go. And public service announcement by <laughs> Safety Senator Brad Hudson. <laughs> <laughs> Senator Brad nah, Hudson. Senator. We've got to talk about that. Tell us about that, Brad. Senator. Yes, Senator I, uh, I, I applied for uh, Freshman Forum, which is the way for freshmen to get involved uh, in Student Government Association. Where at? Uh, at the University of Alabama in Huntsville. Mm-hmm. The go Chargers, capital T. Go Chargers! University of Alabama in Huntsville. Um... Home of the world's longest cheer. At every hockey game, give me a T, give me an H, give me an E, and so on. The <laughs> University oh of God. Alabama in Huntsville, the world's <laughs> longest cheer. Uh, anyway, so I got involved with uh, Freshman Forum, and they uh, UH's Student Government Association has something called the Senate. And uh, the Senate is their governing body. They vote uh, on issues, uh, get stuff brought up, all kinds of, all kinds of stuff. Um, the freshman forum elects three people on behalf of the entire freshman class to the Senate, 
and uh, I was elected to one of those spots Yay! last night. So I'm excited. I'm excited. We're yeah. proud of our boy Brad, the unicorn here. He's fantastic. Unicorn. You keep calling him the unicorn. I love it. It's because that girl with the right. with He's the red hair with 2%, the t-shirt. Two percent. That's right. Do you, do you know the girl with the red hair and the t-shirt? Yeah, What's Bailey. Her name? Bailey. 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 Yeah. I'm just so, so proud of him. We have something unique in this studio. Mm-hmm. Thank the Lord for your awesomeness. Yeah, bird. Anyway, hey, we are so glad that you're here. We're so glad that you joined us at the Varsity Radio Show 88.5 JFM. That horn means that I tell you where you can find us and keep up with us when it's not Tuesday between the um, times of 2.30 and 4.30. And that is on our social media accounts. Our social media accounts are, we are on Facebook at Unofficial Diversity Radio Show. Don't ask me why it's unofficial. I've tried. I've tried. I've tried to get it official, but they will not make it official. Mark Zuckerberg's too busy with the government. Oh, wow. First the Winklevoss twins, now this. <laughs> Winklevoss twins. What? <laughs> Go watch the social network. Yeah, Any- you got to watch that. Anyway, um, Instagram, at Varsity underscore radio underscore show. Twitter, at Varsity Radio 885. Underscore. Eh, wrong answer. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, iTunes podcasts and new Google Play uh, podcasts. We're up on both those, the Varsity Radio show. Go Go listen up. Go subscribe. Underscore. And when it's not Tuesday from 2.30 to 4.30 and you're really missing us or you missed the show for some unexcusable reason, just go back and, and listen in on that. And our uh, our stream will also be on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Uh, those mm-hmm. stay up so you can go find us there. And uh, thank you for joining us this week. It's been a great edition of the Varsity Radio Show. Yeah. So it's been a great, great athlete interview. Great clutch. Mm-hmm. And if had, I'm not mistaken, we've actually stayed on Facebook the entire time. Praise Woo! the Lord. Yes. Big win. Praise He's the Lord. For the first time in about a month. Yeah. Hey, man. Worth the shows. Yeah. So we're up on Facebook. It's it's working. We've got some good upload speed now in the studio. Oh, by the way, Sierra, Aunt Darlene loves you so much. Nice. Arab's JV team is doing well. This uh, year. Year record is 5-1 and one so far last, ne- last night. So... So they beat wow. the AR twenty eight six. So we've got a little bit of a future. Arabs That's JV. Yeah, hey, yeah. So, uh, so we'll be looking forward to that. We have been on a roller coaster ride the last few years. Like, yeah. you know, two and eight, eight and three. You know, it's just it's all over the place. So we'll see what this new coach can do. And um, our band, Arabs band, yeah. all ones at Mid South. Yeah. yeah, for the so many yeah. so many straight year. So good. And, so many. Uh, I actually. I actually got best in class drum major last year. They didn't yeah. announce best in class of each. This time they announced best in class. I was so jealous. Yeah, Brad, the so. senator is bitter. I mean, <laughs> as a senator, I'm gonna go get. You that should big. use your you use your new use power, political power. power. Use that power. Have you heard if Arab took the 50 yard line at Mid South? I don't. I don't believe they did because uh, we are classy and we don't we don't run like Neanderthals. Oh man! Wow. Okay. Uh, but last Call year, last year out. under under our there was that me <laughs> me and our wonderful 13 section leaders. Yeah, we got front hash 50 yard line. Just what? saying. Yes. It may or may not have been classy. We don't know. If we you, don't talk about if you that. You are a band member. You understand every bit of this. Yes, you do. If not, we need a translator. And the best part anyway. is the band bus. The band bus is like the place to be. Absolutely. <laughs> Specifically, the drumline bus. Yeah. yeah All right. Okay. All right. Are, are we? Are we almost done? Yes. We're we are done. Almost done. We yeah. are done. Awesome. Hey. 
We are so glad that you came and joined us on the Varsity Radio Show, 88.5 JFM. Come back next week, Tuesday, 2.30 to 4.30. We can't wait to see you. Enjoy some of this awesome music. Stay classy and don't go changing.